Hello listeners, it's Kevin. Uh, as you know from the last episode, it is a two-parter. So uh, without further ado, here's the second part of our episode about Conquest of the Planet of the Apes. All the cigars he wants. Yeah. They uh, show, he's shown through ape conditioning uh, where he just sees how apes are treated. And there's like a whole kind of almost montage of like people yelling do at apes. And they show uh, them conditioning them to fire like... Conditioning to fire, yeah, but with the flamethrower. Yeah, it's and so And a guy handing him bananas through the flamethrower. So you're getting rewarded for getting close to the flame. Yeah. So this is for, like, um, you'll see later, you'll see them acting as waiters around, like, flambés and stuff. Yeah. And I think that's the main thing that they're conditioning for. But... Yeah, because everybody has to have flambé. <laughs> I guess. It's really popular in this society. <laughs> Every... They've really lost their way. Baked like... Alaskas. <laughs> they're really into, uh, what's, what are some other things? Those flaming Dr. Pepper shots. Oh, yeah. They... Flaming Moe's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they actually show a, a flambe and this ape freaking out, and like the the head waiter is like, "I asked them to condition them to fire or something like yeah, that." Yeah, where it's like, "Dude, you work in a restaurant. Get the apes out of here." Caesar almost says something again, or tries to save a gorilla from being beaten, uh, and then he like catches himself. They show him like catching yeah. himself. Then they uh, here's another microaggression that's that's uh, about racism. Actually, is they bring Caesar into uh, a, a pen with some other chimps, and they use the word uppity, which, like, it, if you know anything about racist history, is like uh, is a word that people use after slaves were uh, were uh, freed. They would say uppity about a, a black person that thinks that they are as good as a white person. It was a term that that, <laughs> that was used yeah. for black people. So oh. the use of that term there is another, like, comparison, uh, cinematically, yeah. that I was just like, oh, man, just, like, they're, they're very, he- it's a very heavy-handed movie, but I wrote that down because I was like, wow, it's another just thing, like, the, the like, oh, the black guy is, of course he's going to stand up for monkeys, like. That's ridiculous. It's, <laughs> but it's, it is indicative of, of, of 1972 society. You're right, which is when this movie came out. So, like, it was a different time, and that's not an excuse, but that's, you know... Right. Well, we're, and we're I think it's... A, I mean, and this movie is a commentary. It's saying it's not an excuse. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> I guess it is, yeah. I don't think, I don't think they're just saying that to, to be a, to, uh, anything but subversive to... Anyway, good job with this movie. <laughs> if that was your intention bad job if you're just racists when you made this movie I, I just I it, it, that makes me think of what you said earlier about how if you're to watch any of these movies other than just the first one watch this one uh-huh. w- what a mind screw like, uh, yeah. oh my gosh like just seeing this one the uprising it, it'd make a good uh, it'd make a good three-parter you watch this and then you watch planet and then you watch beneath I yeah. think that'd make a good three-parter. Yeah, you can watch all three. Yeah, 
if you just wanted to cut the five down. <laughs> or, you know, you could spend the extra two hours and like, <laughs> watch the rest. They give Caesar one banana, and I don't know if it's like they expected them to all start fighting him for it. I think they did because the guard says something about, no, none of them have eaten today. They're all starving. Oh, or yeah, something right. like that. So these guys are expecting a fight, a chimp fight, but then, uh, you know, Caesar immediately does his hissing thing. This is the to first get time everybody you back. It. You see it a, a bunch oh, yeah. of times, though, in this, and that's his fallback because he can't talk. Yeah, he hisses at other, other apes and they uh, subvert to him. So he dominates these apes, and then he breaks up the, the banana and shares it with everyone. Oh, yeah. And I was saying that, you know, in the previous movies, there's always been a scene where somebody's being fed and putting their hands out for yeah. food. This is that movie's version of it. It is. It's it a is. Caesar, yeah. but Caesar being benevolent with it and giving his, his banana out for all to share. And in every one of these movies, I think with the exception of the next one, there's always some main character who has to pretend like they can't talk. Yeah, it's true. For at least or a while. Or, or just can't talk. But yeah, like that's an interesting thing. Like that's most of these movies. A lot of these, they, there's common threads in all these movies. Hey folks, Kevin here. Uh, I just lost some of the audio uh, explaining that the next scene is the scene where they introduce Caesar to uh, the conditioning practices and... Uh, tell him to do a whole bunch uh, and uh, that's just the setup here's the... back to the show <laughs> we get a we get a glimmer of his mom in this in this whole part oh oh or, or that's what i thought <laughs> yeah you know because no. like you know how zero just blew through all those tests in escape yeah that's what he's doing in this but just the looks that he's giving and like he's helping apes next to him like, he's steadying this ape's hand next to him that's, like, pouring the, you know, pouring the, the the stuff from the pitcher into the glass. He's helping him out, and he's just doing all the tasks. And even later, they say, uh, he's not even, he doesn't even need conditioning. We can condition him, but he didn't need conditioning coming in. Alright, I wrote that Caesar do very well. <laughs> he does, yeah, because... Do. Yeah, everyone yells do at him, and everything he do is just very good. Like you said, uh, like his mom, uh, he also helps others with it. Um, and they bring, because he's so good at it, they bring him, uh, as they make him into a stud. Yeah, which is, once again, they say, loudspeaker again. I, like, it's the only positive have... thing on the loudspeaker, <laughs> is like, these chimps are gonna... <laughs> <laughs> like these, oh, these, all these people must have headaches because these loudspeakers are going off all the time. Yeah, man. But they're like, yeah, we need to choose superior males for breeding. We need like three gorillas and one chimp. And of course, one chimp. And of course, he's the top of the day. Yeah, he's been doing very well today. Uh, <laughs> and so <laughs> they open the door, and he looks in, and I swear it's the sexiest ape I've ever seen. In my life. <laughs> Okay, and I don't usually cross that line, but oh my gosh. And she gives him this look, and he does this thing where he looks, and you can see it in his mind. He's like, well, okay. Okay. <laughs> and yeah, and, and then it's Lisa as well. It's like it's the AP man earlier and sniffed out, and so they already had a connection. Yeah, that's true. Although, would she be back in 
conditioning again? I don't know why she was in conditioning, but it was totally it just, her. Maybe they looked the same. Uh, it did. Look, it did look like Lisa. Like I'm not. Yeah, no, it is. It's, <laughs> it is. It's the same actress. Like, you wonder why? Maybe the the owner was like, "Oh, I can make extra money off of my female oh, slave yeah. chimp by having her have a baby." Yeah, you could probably do breedings. Like, there's probably like right. So she sent her to the after she went home. She sent her to the send us your smartest one. We want a smart little one, right? You know, yeah. to, to enslave. And so, I'd like to think that that wasn't his only encounter. Like they made it seem like they were doing one for one, three gorillas, one one chimp. But I'd like to think that they either had him visit a couple other chimps that they had ready, or maybe after this whole thing and he's led the uprising, he he just goes along the ranks and he's like, I gotta give you the smart gene. You know, like, I, I can talk, would you be willing? Because I can't ever see him being like, <laughs> you know, I, I'm doing you, 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 and you. It's yeah. more like... You know, I have this, and I'm going to be doing it with all these others to try to create, you yeah. know, as many as we can. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm also willing to take away that they bred him all day that day. Like, yeah. Not just. Yeah, not the, just with Lisa. The spirit is the spirit is strong, but the flesh is weak and spongy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then uh, the next scene is they put him on auction. They uh, decide to just auction him off. Because right. he's the smartest one. Uh, well, the, well I mean, they, it's they, an ape they auction off everybody like that. That's yeah. what this place does. Uh, and they they show off uh, Lisa early in one of the earlier scenes. They showed her her boss being mean to her. Yeah, uh, like we said, uh, and and she is there with a, a guy who has like government contacts. <gasps> That's why she's there. She was dropping Lisa off. Yeah, bam. There you go. <laughs> but we see her a lot. Yeah, she's just actually she keeps popping up around, and, and she's not really an important to the plot, but she's just a character that hangs out in this world and is more just showing how people are mean to apes. I wouldn't have minded it if there was a scene or two that showed people that had good relationships with their apes. I know, and that's really what we're missing because we didn't see. Well, we only saw it with Armando, but we know he's already a standout. Right. And he, he and he doesn't treat uh, Caesar like a slave either, like right, right. In, in, in any way other than as a guys to enter the city. Well, wait, and that's something too. They say that the circus is past history, uh-huh. but he's still there in the city handing out flyers, so they've got something going on. My thought was that it's uh, he meant it as like circuses are past history. Um, like there's no circuses anymore. Like the way people say, like newspapers are dead. Oh, right, like, even though they're not, and you like, still you see them You can still buy a newspaper, but, like, it's a, you know, people don't watch as passing. TV. It, it's and, passing, yeah. Yeah. So I I, I kind of was thinking maybe that, like, it there's still be. a one or two circuses. Yeah. Uh, this is just that. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Caesar goes on the block, and uh, they start him at 800. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which would you would think would be a lot of money for 1972, mm-hmm. but maybe they're kind of looking forward and thinking it wouldn't be as much in 1991. Yeah. It was hard to kind of figure out where they were going with that. You know, uh, how much? Because I was trying to be like, well, what is that? Is that a PS4? Or is that, you know, <laughs> is that a new car? Or yeah, what did they think? Somewhere in between. Yeah. Hey, let's look up a, there's conversion, monetary converters. Oh, are they? Online. So the uh, inflation calculator online says that $800, uh, the starting price, 
for uh, Caesar had the same buying power in 1991 that $2,631 would have. Oh wow! So that is actually a quite a lot. <laughs> like he's yeah, he's worth two thousand dollars. Couple months rent, twenty five hundred dollars yeah. wow. for this ape. So they did seem to think quite highly used, of him. Used car. Yeah. Well, and his price goes way up too. It goes uh, up to fifteen hundred. Let's look at that. Yeah, I can do that on the air. No, you're doing it on your phone, not uh, on the air. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, it's like five thousand dollars. Yeah. A, a nicer used car. Yeah. Wow. Um, but then, yeah, that does beg the the point, though. Does it mean that uh, five thousand dollars in in that amount of time, or did they try to adjust for inflation in some way, and they were saying fifteen hundred dollars worth? Well, yeah. Who knows? But it's certainly um, expensive. Not a pet price at all. Yeah. And then he's bought by, I guess we should say, yeah. Breck. Governor Breck. And he, he calls it a little late. Like, it's like, oh, wait, wouldn't you have really missed it if it was a real auction? Because he's just like, he says to to McDonald, he's like, buy that ape or, yeah, or, or buy whatever. <laughs> and so it has to go to McDonald, and the McDonald has to be like, oh, right. you know. And, the, and it's already during the, like, going once, going uh, twice, yeah. buy him. And it's like, no! Like, why, don't you, why don't you just tell say, the guy? Like, ah, it's that money. Um, and they don't explain why uh, until the next scene. So when we finally make it back into Breck's office, you hear a report from one of his underlings uh, saying, you know, here are the numbers. It says that, you know, it, it proves that their IQs are going up. The apes are getting smarter. But then here's where McDonald comes in and kind of shows that He's going to be the main superior guy other than Breck. He comes in and he says, you know, I compiled that data and you summarized the wrong parts. Yeah. So that that kind of hurt because it's like, well, you know, they're giving a reason that this is all so easy. They're getting smarter, you know. It's already starting to happen anyway. Right. But then it's like, oh, wait, he summarized the wrong part of the data. So I guess that's not something that's happening. Yeah, but it kind of is something. It like, is, yeah. It, so, <laughs> I, I I believe that you know McDonald was just trying to have a an uprising or an integration mm-hmm. more than an uprising and like or just acceptance from any part of that because uh, Breck la- like launches into like ha I was right like right when the guy gives him the information and then uh, McDonald's like, no, no, I compiled it. You're talking yeah. about the wrong parts. Yeah. And, Bre- <laughs> and Breck's like, oh, like he's, he wants to be right over McDonald yeah. more than he wants what, like his, his actual goal is for them not to be smarter. And he, he's, ex- yeah. you know, well, he's, he's, he's trying to prove to McDonald that they're a real problem. Yeah. And they're a real problem if they start getting a lot smarter. Yeah. He's, He's causing them to be a problem by making them slaves. They're talking about ape situations and uh, teaching him how to uh, make a drink. Oh, yeah. And while he's putting ice in the glass, he starts listening in on the conversation. McDonald, like, notices that... uh, I keep almost saying Cornelius. Caesar. (laughs) He notices that Caesar uh, is actually listening in on the conversation. And, like urges him to uh, keep going with making the drink. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I feel like from the get-go, McDonald knows that 
if there is a talking ape, this is the one. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he's kind of trying to cover Caesar's butt a lot. Uh, yeah, they they let uh, Caesar name himself. Yeah, which is good because uh, thank God they gave him a book with the name Caesar in it. <laughs> yeah, what if it was like a cookbook or something? <laughs> yeah. It's like, gotta find the Caesar salad. Gotta find the Caesar salad. <laughs> I'll be marmalade. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he named himself Caesar, a king, and then he freaking stares Breck down. He does, and that's when Breck says, like, well, I don't think we're going to make a bartender out of him, so uh, send him <laughs> to the command post. Yeah, uh, as uh, as McDonald and Caesar are leaving, all of the apes are totally like, I wrote, all apes bow to Caesar. <laughs> Oh yeah, you mean as they're as they're walking through the streets? Yeah, he's, he's seeing like all the friends that he made in the in the conditioning center and stuff, and they're all like paying paying homage to him, or they you know they're yeah. all like approaching him, and you know I don't it's it's almost like uh, the supplicating gesture. <laughs> yeah, from, they, they are all from actual apes. Yeah, <laughs> um, and this is where I have in my notes, as said earlier, one of the diamonds that you see on the stairwell. That shows that, uh, you know, this is one of those basic places where apes can go, just in the stairwell. Nice. Uh, when they uh, get to the command post, Lisa's there, so he does a little more flirting with Lisa. Nice. And then we get a flashback to Armando. Yeah, they uh, tell um, Armando that he'll be released if he signs a declaration that he wasn't lying. And so yeah. he does. But then they're like, oh, and also we have this thing called the Authenticator. Which is really just a metal trash can with a blue light. <laughs> but uh, it's enough. It scares the, the poop out of him. Yeah, yeah. And um, he, you can tell that he has to tell the truth when it's shining on him. So the first question they ask him, I guess to prove to the audience that it really works, is, you know, have you ever heard, heard the name um, Cornelius before? Mm-hmm. And so he's like, he, he's fighting it so hard. And finally, he's just like, yes. And he kind of whispers it. Yeah. And it's like, oh, he's got to tell the truth. And they're like, yeah, oh, that's not a big deal. You know, you probably just heard it somewhere before. Right. And uh, yeah, because like he could have heard it on TV or something during the, yeah. the whole situation where the, the apes fell from the sky. Well, yeah, like he <laughs> would have been around when all that was going on just 20 years before. They uh, ask him about, about this sworn statement, and then he, uh, he's like, no, hell no, he says. Yeah. Uh, and he gets up, and he starts fighting them, and ends up jumping out the window. Yeah, yeah. And Caesar finds out immediately, because he overhears them talking about that in the command post. Right. Uh, Lisa's there for him for a second, but he just takes off, and uh, just like lets out like a, just this death cry. Oh yeah, he's he's super sad. He's crying, crying, crying over over a poster he sees in the window. That's right. And then you can see he just starts to get angry. Yeah, he and, turns from sad to angry. Yeah, and this is like, okay, like he's lost his last real connection with humanity. None of these people are acting like humans. They're all acting like savages. Yeah, they're all just beating you and your buddies day in and day out. Uh. There's an like there's another one of the announcements, but it's more it's like about clandestine ape meetings, and it like kind of is the kickoff of you see a montage of apes misbehaving. Mm -hmm. uh, there's 
secret meetings. Uh, Lisa and Caesar are like signaling at people to misbehave, and then they're doing yeah, it. Yeah, you see them in the background. There's parts where apes are bringing in any weapons that they can find. Yeah, and, and there's this like this is one of the really funny parts of the movie is where the <laughs> apes brings in this like little what a like strainer? a strainer, a little tea strainer, or yeah. something like a tea ball you stick in your in your tea but that has a handle on it uh-huh. and so like he gives it to him and caesar acts like oh oh thank you <laughs> and then he just kind of is like what do i do with this and just kind of tosses it in with all the others <laughs> we'll strain him to death yeah this revolt's a real strain <laughs> the uh the gorilla throws the trash on the ground yeah. Uh, it won't light a woman's cigarette for her. Right. It, it's adding, Um, they're adding things to the shopping list that they're being told to take yeah. to the store. So they're adding things to the shopping list and then taking those extra things. Like they're adding like, what, like kerosene and stuff. Yeah, kerosene. Uh, I thought they should have stolen some of the steaks, but they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> it's like one, two Because they're vegetarians. Oh, yeah, that's right. I don't know. Steak's good. A good steak's delicious. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, they burn down the restaurant we've seen a bunch of uh, times, you know, in passing shots. Yeah. And then uh, they go back to Breck, and he starts putting... He asks for the Achilles lift. Yeah, yeah. And you're seeing that the, uh, recon- like the conditioning center is being inundated with phone calls of, like, you know, they, they don't say what's going on on the line, but you hear all this, no, you know, we don't have any space until after this time yeah. and stuff. And it's like, oh, everybody's trying to send their ape back because they're, they're all revolting. Yeah. Apes aren't that bad, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they, they call it their Achilles list. This yeah. list they're compiling. Uh, round up the bad apes list is basically what it is. Yeah, yeah. Any ape that's disobeyed, they're all on the list. To go round them up, and Mr. McDonald comes out and is like, you know, I, this list, it's not the way to go. Right, McDonald objects to the the list, and then basically just gets reassigned. for. A, he's like, no, I don't want any part of this. And, yeah. and so they assign him to some command. Uh, the command outpost where uh, Cornelius, no. <laughs> <laughs> the command outpost where Caesar is, and and so then they start trying to track down Caesar. So they're like, well, if the apes are revolting, that means that somebody's in charge, and it's obviously this smart ape that's still out there. Mm-hmm. So they they actually track the package or the uh, crate, uh, track the package like Amazon. No, they track the crate. <laughs> uh, with the uh, orangutans that uh, Caesar had hidden away, and they find out. They were like, there's no, you know, chimpanzees in Borneo. Yeah. And so they knew, they knew who the chimp was. Uh-huh. And immediately, like, the next thing that you see is like, oh, yeah, that's the one we sold to the governor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was the really smart one, remember? <laughs> McDonald uh, covers Caesar's butt when they say send him to, to Breck. He's just like, uh, no, I just sent him on an errand. Yeah, and he says it out loud. So at this point, you know that he knows that Caesar can at least listen and understand because he caught him listening earlier when he was trying to make the drink, like yeah. you said. At this point, what I noticed was all the phones they were using uh-huh. were just like that that standard phone, you know, that that you'd see like way back in the in the seventies. But they just took the cords out and yeah. like covered the cord hole with like a with discolored like a tape. tape. <laughs> yeah, with <laughs> discolored the, tape. Not even the same color as it. Oh, uh, yeah, McDonald is, uh, kind of leaves with Caesar after he, you know, 
lets him know that yeah. that he should maybe make a break for it. And uh, immediately Brent, uh, not Brent, Breck is uh, on the PA, like doing an announcement for McDonald to pick up the phone. Pick up the phone, McDonald. Why aren't you picking yeah. up the phone? I was like, I was like, that was like less than two minutes. Like, and who are and who is this going citywide? Like, is everybody uh, hearing this? Yeah, it's it's. Uh, uh, so I wrote, uh, Breck is impatient. Yes. <laughs> And McDonald's is in trouble. Everybody's uh, going. Uh, ooh. Ooh. <laughs> uh, so he answers the phone. Uh, says that he's still not back yet, right? Right. And then he's like, "I wish there was some way we could communicate." You and I. Uh, McDonald says this to uh, to Caesar. To Caesar. Yeah. And then he's like, "No, I understand you. I can I, talk. I can talk." Ding, 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 right here. I'm, I'm talking to. He's like, "I thought you were a myth." He's like, "I'm not a myth. <laughs> you were a myth." Taken, <laughs> <laughs> and then he kind of tells. So at least, at least in this version, I can't. I, I was trying to figure out what parts were cut for the the studio friendly version, but I don't remember him telling McDonald uh, that he wants to force the humans to be kind. Like I remember him saying that he wanted to stop them, but I don't remember him saying he wanted to force them to be kind. I don't know. For some reason, that was one of the things yeah. that stood out to me. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. But that's the one of the things Caesar's tells uh, tells McDonald. Oh, it is, yeah. And and he also one other thing that he says too is like, uh, we cannot be free till we have power. Yeah. And that you know of, of anybody like you should understand that. Yeah, and and it's true. Like uh, in the seventies, as an adult who lived multiple, you know, uh, grew up. In- <laughs> well, wait, this is supposed to be the 90s. Oh, it's the 90s. So we're supposed to think that he grew up in the 70s. That's true. But yeah, having any, you know, knowing living relatives that were probably slaves, or at least the children of free slaves, <laughs> um, it was much closer to to McDonald that that part for Caesar to say something like that, you know, to really hit home and be like, all right, you get us though, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Culp is the new right-hand man, basically. Uh, he's been around the whole movie, but he hasn't really played a big part. The dude with the beard. Yeah, is he? Is his character in the next movie, or does it, is it just played by the same actor? I believe it's the same actor. Okay, because I swear that's the same guy. Yeah. And I don't think it could be the same... I don't know. I'll have to rewatch the next one. Yeah, Luckily, we're, we're going to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll talk about it then. But yeah, this Culp guy... And he likes doing these horrible things. Yeah, he you probably know, always like, wanted McDonald's job. Yeah, it's a lot like Heisline, where he's he really wants to like kill these this ape. Yeah, like he's like, oh, I'll I'll terminate him for you. I, I all I need is your word. I don't even need it in writing. Yeah. But then Breck's like, oh, I'll write it down. Yeah, don't worry, we'll <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll get this done. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Breck and, and Culp are just awful bad guys. Uh, then there's a, a silent escape scene where uh, Caesar is being chased, but he gets uh, caught under the stairs. Yeah, as we all do from time to time. Oh, uh, <laughs> God, Christopher. <laughs> it's true. Uh, then they put him on the electric table or electricity uh, table to torture him and shock him into yeah. talking. Yeah. Uh, one question I had here uh, that I was really confused by 
Why did, with all those people in the room, why did they need a recording of someone yelling the word talk? It was a recording. <laughs> I know. Why couldn't any of them just said the word talk? Like, I'm sure Culp would have loved to it's, yell. You know, it's one more step away from being the torturer. Right, that's true. They're using dials, and they're using recordings. They're not actually doing it, which is ridiculous, and it's classic skin facer beliefs. <laughs> it is, it is. These people are the mutants. Uh, I also was thinking that, that maybe they've done so many ape interrogations, just trying to figure out if this ape was the smart talking one, <laughs> it necessitated building an entire contraption. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. That's really extreme, though. That's very extreme. Also in this scene, McDonald just said that we don't torture humans in the same way as the same, as we're about to do to the same. Yeah. Um, and I think that may have been one of the things that led me to a more utopian society type ideal. Oh, okay, because they like, don't torture. Like I humans. feel, I feel like the ape shall not harm ape law was kind of like humans don't hurt humans we've heard it like that's what apes are for we yeah uh and caesar talks and he says have pity yeah and and breck's immediate response is like oh make it say something else yeah it's like wait well like what do you want him to say like come on uh so obviously no pity (laughs) no none at all no pity in the rose city uh, so then, then they're like, oh, and also, now that we got him to talk, and we know that he's the vile, uh, what is he, bas- Basilis? Basilis, yeah. What is that? I don't know, I know what a basilisk is. We're looking it up. Looking it up. Like, it's a pretty dull room, too. Like, there's not much in it. There's lots of dials on the wall. You can see a little meter little needle on the meter that like will will bounce when they're putting electricity through it and at this point caesar must have seen that and realized that every time he's getting shocked the little needle on that meter jumps it's like a bacteria like saying he's saying that he's like an insignificant thing okay but he was a paramecium but also saying he was a germ that was infecting society Okay. Um, I believe is what he meant by that. I, well it's well really... said, Breck. Although horrible connotations. <laughs> yeah, you're just the worst, Breck. But well spoken. Uh, and then he's like, oh, and also we need to uh, electrocute him to death. Oh, 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 yeah. They're like, well, we have a we have a order here to put him to death. Well, well, they're like, oh, well, I'll send the guy in to inject you. And the guy's like, well, well, isn't he all wired up for electrocution? Just yeah. Do that. So electrocute him. What a horrible guy. Yeah, uh, Breck is, uh, has no humanity in him. He's so twisted. Well, and that's even, that's uh, that's his underling, too, saying all that. Yeah. So we're getting a real depth for how horrible this guy is, too. Oh, Culp, it's Culp. Uh, yes. Right. And, and, and <laughs> at this point, um, McDonald is hightailing it out of there. And yeah. you can see, like, he keeps cutting to him, you know, going quick. And you find out, oh, he's going to the main power control. Yeah, and he's looking through all the dials for the really well labeled yeah, uh, electric. Like, it's like electrocution table. <laughs> you like, know? Oh, it's not just the room, but the table itself. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, and he turns the electricity off on that, and uh, Caesar fakes his own death. Yeah. So they turn up the dials, and Caesar must be watching, and he's realizing he's not getting shocked. The little needle's not playing across the board, but all the lights are on. 
So I better just play like... I see him working those dials. I better just play like it's happening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he fakes his own death and... Good on ya, Caesar. And then uh, Culp's like, is it over? And uh, the guy's like, yeah, he's dead. He doesn't really check check Caesar. He just... He's like, yeah, he's nope. dead. And then they leave him all there, alone with the guy who electrocuted him. Yeah. Uh, and then, so Caesar kills that dude as soon as everybody's gone. Yeah. And uh, going down into the underground on here, this is another one of the, it, those instances where you see a diamond on. Yeah, I don't remember if it was a door or a wall with a with an X through it. We're in the command center for some reason. Apes aren't allowed beyond this point. Uh-huh. So then the ape revolt starts yeah. because because I mean Caesar kills his guy, <laughs> just like good old dad uh-huh. kills his orderly and gets out of there. Yeah. He uh, goes and finds Lisa, and then is just like, "Hey, we're uh, this is time." And then there's just this really long, kind of boring, <laughs> kind of boring uh, uprising, like for a little while, and then it starts yeah. getting really brutal uh, and good. Yeah. But for, like just the the lead up to it is just kind of like a lot of shambling apes. Classic seventies. Too much time is spent getting there. Yeah. Like, and that's not to you know. To take a dig at all those movies, that's just the way they were back then. Yeah, it is. And, and so sure. that's okay. You know, you just have to be okay with that. <laughs> but it was a lot of shambling apes in the dark. I've got some burnt out LEDs on my screen. Uh-huh. So it was like the whole time I was like, yep, there are all those dots. Because <laughs> it was a lot of really dark scenes of them just shambling through the streets. Some of them have kerosene. Yeah. They have weapons. Yeah, they know. start uh, They start pouring the kerosene on things. Yeah, and, and you'll see that later... They'll do it like, oh, they're now they're setting fire behind the guys. Oh, now they're setting fire in front of the guys. At one point, they even set a fire, well, like in front of a group, really quick as a distraction. Yeah. While then others come in, and it's like, well, that's kind of strange. I've never really seen fire just as a distraction, yeah. not as an actual. They weren't using it as a weapon. Yeah, I thought they should have used it as both. Is uh, is real guerrilla warfare? Uh-huh. <laughs> I knew you'd like that one. Uh, uh, this is the last episode a lot of people will listen to because <laughs> I just said that. They and then Caesar gets on the announcement horn and offers fifty thousand dollars for any apes to be brought in alive. Uh, yeah, which well, is like ha, 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 we're gonna get everybody out here for the uprising. Yeah, well, there's like it, he he makes it sound like there's this much money's worth of apes on the loose. Try to take them alive. Oh, I thought it was like six. oh oh you get this like much? it was a bounty type thing. Oh no, I, I just may have mis misread the situation. Oh okay, well uh, I, either way it's great because he can get on the speaker and say it because he's a talking ape. Yeah right. Nobody and expects no, an ape to do this. <laughs> yeah, and stuff. nobody can tell because it's all through a speaker. Yeah. So that tells you kind of the power that the speaker has, and so for a lot of I had it so constant. In your oh, life. so constant, and it's telling you everything. But it's like so for the first little bit of that uprising and ape management. After he says that, the guards are kind of taking it easy on them and getting slaughtered. Yeah, the apes are murderous, quite murderous. Yep, lots of bodies on both sides. Um, uh, what, uh, Governor Brex says there's just one way to take care of this. Shoot to kill. Shoot to kill. Uh, and then he tells everyone to remain indoors, like everyone in the city, uh, Breck. And then the guy on the news starts kind of, uh, panicking everyone. Or, like, saying quite panicky stuff that wouldn't help in a 
a riot or uprising situation. Yeah, um, ape management is, he says something like, ape management is under attack, but it'll be okay. They'll let us know what's going on soon. They're like, oh, here it is. I bet they've taken care of it. And it's like, oh, things are a lot worse. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't say that to the, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you should say that to the masses. That's what the, but uh, the, the, the scene's point of view is really from Brex. So you're like, yeah. oh, no. <laughs> yeah. But, and they say, hey, uh, there's a talking ape among them. And he's like, no, we killed him. Yeah. No, what's going on? He does Make think him redact that he, that. he thinks that Caesar's still dead. Yeah. Yeah, make a retraction. Then they start killing with fire. After that, there's a little more. Yeah, yeah. And at this point, as it's like riot breakers, are, they're meeting these, these riot guys with shields and stuff. And they're just saying, no, no. Yeah, go back. And, yeah. then, and then they have a, a, here's another bad pun, just to warn everyone. Yeah. Uh, there's a shoot em ape. <laughs> instead, of, <laughs> instead of a shoot em up. Uh, that wasn't that good. <laughs> I always laugh. I always have a laugh for a pun. <laughs> no, I mean, like, saying, uh, it was, it's funnier on paper, like, literally. For yeah. it. Uh, so I, uh, when, when I said it out loud, I was like, yeah, it's a bit of a stretch. Uh, but then, uh, you know, who thinks shooting apes is fun are those cops that just start laughing after they shoot yeah. shoot the first apes. Uh, and then they uh, get attacked from above. This is one of the first times that we see, well, chronologically, yeah, like in the timeline, this is the first time we see apes use nets on humans. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> uh, the guys that were shooting, uh, there's actually another really slow ramble setup. Like, yeah, it's just like a, yes. it's another scene of a bunch of apes slowly moving forward towards those guys. We just shoot the socks, shoot the other apes, and then yeah, then the gorillas throw net on them from above. So you know now some of the apes have guns. <laughs> yeah, and this is the thing: is they're picking these things up as they're taking out these humans. So they're slowly becoming armed, which is the way to do it. Yeah, they have shields too. Uh, so there's a new standup and uh, and another fire surprise. <laughs> this is what I wrote. Fire surprise! That that the spot that we saw them soaking in kerosene earlier. Oh yes, yes, is lit. And boy, howdy, is it lit! I noticed there was another uh, through a soldier through a window. Yeah, they start breaking a lot of a lot of windows here. And and I was like, oh, windows! It's retaliation for Armando. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's this part where I wrote my notes: bench block. Where the apes come running at the humans with a bench, like two, two or three of them on a bench, and they're just running at them with the bench as like this, uh, this big like cow catcher in front of them, yeah. just knocking all the humans down. They bulldoze them out of my way, because maybe those humans just need to get out of their way. Uh, the music picks up, but it's like a weird percussion jazz, just yeah, uh, yeah. it's very scattered and creepy and weird. It's dissonance. Uh, they're talking about how. Like, at this point now, the command post is starting to get under attack. Like, they're making it to the heart of the problem. The command post. Yeah. And in this point, Breck is on the inside, and he's kind of f super freaking out. Like, I shouldn't have even said kind of there. Breck is freaking Yeah. Out. He's saying, like, if we lose, you know, th this will be the worst ever, and the weakest of us who serve or the people who survive this will be the weakest of all. Yeah. Meaning, like, you have to do this to the death. Yeah, or, or, it or, does, or, or we lost it. it all, yeah. Yeah, and that says how much he thinks of McDonald. You know, like, there are yeah. people like McDonald who are, yeah. are you know, humanitarians. And uh, 
And at this point, we see a meeting of the leaders between uh, uh, Breck and... Now you got me. I almost said Cornelius. <laughs> no. Like father, like son. Like Caesar. Yeah. Well, for, first, uh, everyone... Uh, when the command post goes under attack, all the apes start that are in the command post are yeah. going nuts and killing all the soldiers. Or not killing, but like misbehaving yeah. in the room. And uh, Breck has them all shot. Yeah, immediately. Uh, and then uh, Caesar saves McDonald. So the meeting, uh, they meet, and... Uh, you know, obviously, Breck is all like, I thought you were dead. Yeah, and all the apes are beating uh, everyone in the room and stuff, mm-hmm. and they go to kill McDonald, but Caesar saves McDonald. He's like, no, save that guy. Uh, yeah, and, and at this point, Caesar just really wants the answer to one question. He's like, why? Why did you turn us from pets? To slaves. Right. And at this point, Breck is all kooky dukes. <laughs> That's the best way to put it. <laughs> and he starts talking about how, well, the ape is just the bad side of the human. Yeah. Every human has an ape curled up inside him, and, and you're just uh, the part of ourselves that we hate. Yeah, he's the, the beast whipped and that needs to be whipped and conditioned. The savage that has to be shackled in chains. Yeah. Like, he's just, he's, he's kooky, dudes. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, like, where is he coming from on this? And it's like, and he's saying that we have to be a civil society, and apes represent not being civil. But, he, like, does he not think that everything he's doing is uncivil? Well, obviously he doesn't. He's crazy. Well, cray cray. And plus, he's a leader. He's a leader. He, he's, a, he's a leader of a society. That has apes as it, at its base doing all its menial chores. Yeah. So, sorry, buddy. They're a part of your civil society. Yeah. And you and all humans are being the uncivil ones. Right. All humans except for Armando. Armando is the only example we've seen of a kind to The Ubermensch. Well, and McDonald. Oh, and McDonald. Although yes, he's right. somewhat complicit for not rallying against it, but I guess he... Yeah, but... There's no... There's no uh, there's none of that shown in this movie. He was he was trying to do it the way that he could from his position without losing his position. Right. After uh, Breck goes off on his rant about uh, how the animals are just awful. Yeah. I just wrote, free the beast, dude. Like, we all gotta do it sometimes. Like, he's... Yeah, ride the walrus. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then Caesar shows pity on Breck. Uh, which is probably the worst fate uh, Breck could have in the version where he lives. But yeah. in this movie, uh, we don't... He, or in this version that we watched, yeah, he doesn't live. Well, in the word, version I watched, he does. Oh. They, they, they call back. And so, that, like, at, at this point, like, we've ripped everybody out of the command center. Mm-hmm. There's a pile of, of bodies that they throw Breck on. He's the next. He's the next to go. Yeah. And so Caesar gives this long speech higher up, you know, than Breck. And he's up on steps and he's talking about how, you know, this is, you know, we will always wait in in the shadows and wait to take our, you know, our place when you guys mess everything up. And I wrote, in my notes, I wrote prophet, you know, this is the prophet Caesar. Yeah. Because he's telling us what's going to happen. And he's like, you know, that day is upon you and you guys are, are, are done and, and, yeah, to McDonald, who's yeah. he, watching. Yeah, and that point, he stops, and the gorillas, this is in the version I saw, mm-hmm. the gorillas all start to, like, they're going to finally finish Breck off with the butts of their guns. There's, like, seven of them right there. Uh-huh. 
and Lisa speaks up. She says something. She's all like, like, no. Yeah. Don't. Well, she doesn't say don't, but she says no. She says no. And then, so that's when Caesar pulls it back in, and he's like, but, you know, today we have to show compassion. We have to be better than they are, you know. Interesting. So I watched this unrated version okay. in which uh, there's a long, uh, I think a little bit longer of a back and forth between McDonald and Caesar before Caesar goes into his speech. Oh, yeah. And then, like, I think that there was more of it than I remembered from the last couple times I saw this movie. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, so that may have been part of the unrated version. Uh, but he definitely uh, just gives them the go-ahead. Lisa does not speak up, and they just beat Breck for an inordinately long amount really? of time. They really? showed the apes just pounding and pounding and pounding for a very long time. Wow. And we're and it's funny because our versions look the same. They have the same cover art. Uh, it's just a, be- a beautiful set. Mm-hmm. I mistakenly got the DVDs because uh-huh. I wasn't paying attention and you have the Blu-rays and it's like that's just one of the one of the small differences between the two cuz mine is still on the back it says it's the unrated version. Uh-huh. But, but it's it's just the packaging. And and I think it's just the yeah is because I got a better ending. <laughs> yeah, you got, I, you got I, the I better ending. Because in, because uh, I even, I even wrote, wrote down c- kind of what he says. He's, he's like, you know, um, it's time to put away our hatred. Uh-huh. We've passed through the night of fires, and you know, now's the time to dominate with compassion and understanding. And I said, oh, that's the birth of the planet of the apes. <laughs> yeah, and that's a better um, setup for the next movie where everyone's living in conjunction with each other. Yeah. You know, obviously the next movies change change the landscape even more. But a version where the uprising was like kill all humans is completely different than than a version where where uh, compassion is shown. I I like the theatrical well, version. I, I don't think in in your version he was necessarily kill all humans. It was more like kill all of the bad oppressor humans. Yeah, that's, well, that's kind of how I felt. I felt that it fell flat in. Stating it, yeah, and uh, mine felt right because yeah. it was like at the end they were ready to jump into a new thing. Like even just that phrase, "We've been through the night of fires." Yeah, it's like, oh, that's cool. It's cool, bro. Go with that. They uh, were gonna rate this movie R if if they hadn't changed the stuff. I also think there was more shots of apes getting you know bullets to the head and stuff oh, than okay, i remember okay. and probably caesar mating but they cut that no out. that was still oh, oh. <laughs> yeah there's like a 15 minute long f- scene oh, yeah. <laughs> in which caesar and lisa go at it and i was saying earlier that they that's one of multiple women he bred with that yeah, day yeah so there's we probably got a, montage. a bunch more and you uh, know what's so weird? Another one of the weird little things about this future. Uh-huh. You're not allowed to do it doggy style. Oh, weird. Yeah, <laughs> out of like honoring all of the dead animals. Oh. You're not allowed to do doggy <laughs> style. But kitty style's fine, which is the same. Kitty's doing doggy <laughs> no, style. No. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode. <laughs> what an ender. <laughs> I like it better than all the death and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, this is this is a rough one, and you only get a couple of, of really good scenes, and Armando's not in it. <laughs> yeah, Armando's not in it enough, but uh, 
God, we love him. I wish he was in the rest of them. Like, I wish he was just some human character in the next yeah. one. You know what I wonder is, where are Stevie and the other scientists at this point? Yeah. They're 20 years, 20 years older. older. Huh, well, let's Hello. give him a call. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? I don't know. You have the same name as the scientist. I found, <laughs> I found you in the phone book. Uh, thank you for listening to this tapes for you. Uh, uh, if you have any questions or want to contact us, hit us up on Twitter at this tapes for you. Uh, and don't forget to uh, subscribe or listen to us on whatever platform you found us on. Most likely SoundCloud. Uh, and uh, we'll tell you about more happenings in the future. I'm Chris Cuffle. I'm Kevin Arnold. And remember, this, this apes for you. Conquest of the Planet of the Apes is copyright Fox Pictures, 1972. And the podcast, This Apes for You, is Fool King Media, 2017.